Hey ladies, it's the PPP Podcast with your host, Money, the lounge for the poised, paid, and prospering woman. Has everything you need in female entrepreneurism. In the lounge, let me take you through my sizable risks, tremendous rewards, and greatest challenges that established my career, as well as the balance I had to initiate while still remaining poised, paid, and prosperous. Female reign, enterprises are steadily growing all over the world, contributing to household incomes and the growth of national economies. I will walk us through the successes of the fashion, apparel, and retail industries at the highest levels. Grow with me, ladies. Without further delay, here's another amazing episode of the PPP Podcast. Hey, you guys. We're back again with another one. Yes. Whew. I'm getting caught all up. Y'all, so today, let's see, let's see what we will talk about today. Let's see. Let's browse through the list of topics. There are so many topics to choose from. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay, so today we're going to talk about marketing strategies for startup success. So you can use these strategies if you're already a business owner, if you tend to start up a business, but some tips on marketing. Um, because marketing strategies play a crucial, crucial role in the success of a startup business. Um, and it basically just will help you, you know, a, with a, a, a concise breakdown. Um, and these are tips that I've already implemented and I tend to implement or I'm working on now. Um, so I want to start off by saying we know that I have brick and mortar locations, right? And I'm looking to expand. Um, I do have an online presence, but my online presence isn't um as as big as big as it should be. Um, and I always think like had I started and just, you know, built that online presence, would I even have brick and mortar? Because a lot of people tend to have that online presence and go big with it. And they're like, Oh, well, I don't wanna, you know, open up an actual physical store because they have that online presence. So me, I was more so in that moment. I was just like, shit, like I know what I could do in person. Like I had to work with what I had because I didn't really know how to market. And I really didn't, you know, the 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 website and social media and Instagram and everything. You know, I knew how to work it all, but I wasn't that educated to really. I felt like if I did the brick and mortar, I was going to succeed. And as quickly as I did, because it was off of presence, my personal presence. So, um. I think about that from time to time had I focused on a online presence, um, you know, like where would I be? Um, or yeah, pretty much that. Where would I be? So, um, first I want to tell you guys, you have to identify your target audience. Of course we know that, um, we know we have to understand the target market and their needs, right? You have to basically create a buyer's persona to help you define your ideal customer and tailor your marketing messages directly to them and accordingly, right? So once you pick out your particular audience, then you know how to word your um how to word it, how to make it more relatable, um how to be as creative as possible. Um because if you had an older audience, right? Right? A older a older clientele when it came to whatever your services it is you're providing or a product, you're not going to gravitate to them the way you would gravitate to someone that's 21, right? Um, or let's say you 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 served wine or you not served wine, but you had like a, a liquor business. You're not going to market the liquor to a 21-year-old the same way you would market it to, 
a 57 year old or a 45 year old you're going to do it differently um even though you're selling liquid liquor right or wine it's for anybody but you're going to you know decide who is your audience who is this wine for um and you're going to make marketing messages according tailored directly to that ideal customer right so we got that in a niche all right so then um i want to tell you guys you make sure you set clear goals and I always, always, always say, you guys, it's super important to set goals, whether it's with business, whether it's with self. You know, goals are super important. Make sure you're setting goals to strive and be better, to get yourself to a better place in life. Y'all, it's super, super, super important to set goals. Um, And I can't stress that enough. Um, I can't stress it enough. Um, Setting goals are ideal. It takes you from where you are to where you're going. It puts you in that, mm, that motion, right? And I just seen somebody on Instagram uh, a few days ago and they were like, you know, motion is, you know, you could be standing in place, but you're running in motion. And then he was like, but as soon as you take that step out, right, then it's progress. So anybody could have motion. So he was saying, but progress is the real thing. Like progress doesn't, you can't really see progress because it's something that is happening you can't see something that's happening unless it's still if that makes sense it's i can't explain it with not being able to visually show you but if you're running in place then you're in motion but as soon as you start to move forward you know people don't see that progress of you moving they just see those milestones when you get to a place if that makes sense um so setting clear goals um is the second tip i would tell you guys you basically determine, you know, the marketing objectives and set measurable goals. Um, measurable goals where you have these big old goals and then you break them down into smaller ones. And I think I've spoken about this um, on a previous pod, but reachable goals, goals that you can't tackle now because um, some goals might take a year. But then there's the goals that you could break that year go down to uh, six months and then six months to three months and then three months to one month. And then you could do these little things. Um you know, in between those three months, once a month or bi-weekly. So setting measurable goals, right? Whether it's, you know, increasing brand awareness, whether it's uh, generating the leads or driving sales, having specific goals that will help you stay focused and elevate your success. Um, You have to set these different goals. It's super important. And a lot of us just go out on a limb, but it's not. When you have people and you have Google and you have YouTube and you have um all this AI now, right? AI is beautiful. You have these podcasts. You have people giving the game for free. So it's important that you take in the, the, the gems that people are giving and take heed to it. Set these goals. They're telling you what to do. It's free game out here. I'm giving, I'm free, I'm giving tips, free game. And like I say, I'm not a millionaire, but you could definitely learn from what I'm learning and learn from my mistakes because I didn't have this. I didn't, I wasn't listening to a podcast when I first started. I think that was in 2017. And, um, no, I, I didn't, I, I, I wasn't listening to podcasts. If we're going to be quite frank, honest, we, I was not, I, I've, over the years, I started to YouTube and take seminars. Yeah. I started to do it over the time, but shit, I didn't have what we have now six years ago I did it um but it's super super important so the next thing I would tell you guys make sure you build that strong brand right um you develop that unique and compelling brand identity that resonate with your targeted audience um and that's that passion 
that's putting that that thrive and mean that that drive into your business to create those you know unique brands or unique products or unique services and that will go with your particular audience um so I said it to say like my audience is the woman um is not a certain gender I mean not I'm sorry gender what the hell it is a woman right but and and we, I'm gonna talk about that since I said gender right I mean it's not a certain race or a certain nationality of woman because I've had I've had consumers of white I've had Asians I've had Indian I've had Arab I've had different women shot with me now my main client is the black woman um because I sell the the wear the things that they wear and not only that um uh, I would say you know a good percentage but it's a small percentage is the white woman um that's the reality of it but I knew my targeted audience I identified that because it was relatable to me I'm a black woman that'll be it I'm not gonna say it's hard to do but you know so for me to just come out the blue and say oh well my audience when I first started my business my audience is gonna be the white woman I'm not saying that I don't want it to be her because I definitely had a Filipino model. I had a black model and I had a white model Um, because I wanted my business to be diverse, which it is. I want anybody that money is green, right? And it's the U.S. dollars. I would love to have them. I don't care who it comes from, okay? If a cow had money, I would sell it to a cow. Do you understand me? I'm not, I don't have no preference, but I knew who I was relatable to. Although I went to school with white girls, I went to predominantly white um, institutions, you know, I still knew that I was able to relate to the black woman because I'm a black woman. And like I said, I did have, you know, white females that shop with me and Asians as well because I went to school with these type of women. But my majority, 90% of my clientele is the black woman, right? So basically, you know, having a... My brand identity resonate with my target audience. That's how I was able to grow, right? Um, Because I had those values. I knew the messaging. I knew the visual aspects and elements across my marketing channels. I knew that when I told my friends to post my flyer or if I constantly posted it, I know my majority following was the black woman. One black woman is going to tell another one. I used to always say, tell your sister, tell your cousin. Tell your, your your boy, your brother, uh, tell your brother, girlfriend, like bring everybody because I got something for everyone. Whether she was 16, whether she was 21, whether she was 35, whether she was 42, I had something for each woman. So that is super, super, super important to build that strong brain. Um, and over the time I developed and got better. Right. But it's important to know. I feel like a lot of things that I know now. Or that I knew like three years in, if I had known it when I first started, I probably would have not crawled. Because I was crawling before I walked, of course, right? I crawled before I walked. But had I knew the information that I know now, I probably wouldn't have had to crawl as long as I did. But I took off pretty quickly. um, Because like I said, I opened my brick and mortar like eight months after me starting my LLC. And then I doubled back two years in business and I opened up another location. You get it? Like... And, you know, unfortunately, right, um, I, I opened up my second location in 2020, right? And then I opened up another location in 2022. And my goal for myself was every two years to open up a new location, but I didn't plan to open my third location up the way that I did. 
I planned up opening it up in Atlanta. Um, but Mother Nature took me by surprise and said no. And not only did it say no, it just wasn't the timing, you know. Um, because I could have still have done it, but I'm one person and I I had to backtrack. So then I opened up my third location. Um, right, and and we're gonna keep going forward, like. We're going to keep going and keep going and keep going because it's going to be a fourth location coming really soon. Um, But if I knew what I know now, then to, you know, constantly communicate my brand values and, you know, my messaging and visual elements across my marketing channels, I, I would know how to do that better. I think I'll be further. So my next tip would be after you build that strong brand, right, you work on your content marketing. Now, this is super, super important because um we're in that world we're in the world where content is everything content marketing is everything you could post a good reel and go skyrocketing you get what i'm saying like that's what everybody be looking for they want to they want to make sure they get these good reels reels are the thing you get the right reel and it take off with the right tiktok and it take off your business will soar drastically so that'd be that type of popcorn success but it's not even popcorn success because most of these people have been doing reels they doing three four reels a day you get what i'm saying and they waiting on that one to get those numbers and reach that that market that they needed to reach and then they keep going so content marketing this one is super 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 important you guys um creating valuable and relevant content to attract and engage your audience y'all i cannot stress this enough i'm working on it with myself i'm telling you guys now the time is now content marketing is super important social media is everything so sharing industry insights it doesn't have to be just real y'all you got to keep it open and you got to keep it valuable right but sharing the industry insights right educational articles about whatever it is creating blogs creating videos infographics and more all these different things are content marketing. See, a lot of people think content is just, oh, taking a picture or posting a pic or taking a video, making a reel or, you know, making a TikTok. It's deeper than just that. Being informative, creating education, like teaching people, showing people, giving them an insight on that particular industry. Like, this is a content for me. This is content marketing for me on um, the podcast, right? And I always say right now, it's, it's the beginning of something great. But as long as I stay wooden and I stay busy, it's going to grow. It's going to be... um a bigger business, right? It's another business for me. Um, but I'm able to educate you guys on retail. I'm able to share the industry insights, right? I'm able to educate you guys. It's like a a, a blog. It's a, it's a hearing blog. It's a podcast. You understand what I'm saying? Like you got to make it make sense. You have to be able to leverage the content marketing, you guys, to establish your enterprise and build a trustworthy target audience. Once you build that, 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 that trust in your audience, you'll be good because they believe you. They trust you. They know that you are, you're legit. You're who you say you are and you're, you're delivering what you say you will deliver. Um, so I hope you guys got that. Did you get it? Content marketing is everything. It's super, super important. Don't forget it. Rememberize it. Sleep, eat it. Work on it. I'm trying to get better with doing it. Trust me when I say that I am working on developing better content and just marketing my content better, right? I'm working on it. Okay, so the next one is 
The next one would be considered uh, the social media marketing side of things, right? So how we're talking about the content marketing goes hand in hand with social media marketing. Um, social media marketing such as like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and I think Snapchat, right? Um, but utilizing the social media platforms to reach and connect with the audience. Um, so using Instagram, using, excuse me, TikTok, using Twitter. It is, it's, it's really, really, really beneficial, y'all. Um, obviously, y'all know that Instagram is beneficial. Y'all are learning that TikTok is beneficial. Twitter, listen, whatever your, your, your social media lane is, Facebook, whichever, excuse me, whichever one it is, you have to utilize it, right? Um, and you can use them all. Um, I'm trying to, I'm pretty good. Well, as accessories matter, we're on Instagram and Facebook. Um, my main platform is Instagram because that's the one I know how to use the most. But we're on Instagram and Facebook, Instagram and Facebook, right? But then I made a TikTok page and I noticed, you know, TikTok is a little different. It's a little mm, different. But we got, I got to get better with mm, knowing how to make TikToks, uh, the, the content marketing. But I'm getting better. I'm getting better with being able to create um, the content, y'all. Um, so once you identify the platform where your target audience is most active and you engage with them through your regular posts, um, through discussions, and just basically sharing valuable content, you know, that will be a huge, huge, huge uh, leverage, right? Um, so creating... You you could be on Instagram, right? And you create your regular reels. But when you you still have to be able to engage, right? Um, because people comment, people like, you know, if you if you comment back, you know, that that gives that engagement that people want. Or you comment or like on things, that's super, super important. Um, but uh and it doesn't just have to be just content, like just reels or just Instagrams or just pictures. You could be making little simple funny posts, discussions, like um Oh, uh, I don't, I can't really think of anything right now. Cause I don't really do it that much, but like I do discussions on my uh, story where I let them choose this or that type of thing. Or, you know, they could give me insight on what they want, you know, coming in. Like, like I, I try and engage where I can, um, with the discussions and the regular posts. Um, I have been slacking a little bit, but I feel like for the most part on Instagram, I'm pretty decent with my, uh, social media marketing. Um, but if you, you know, if you, if you leverage your social media advertising, you're going to expand like, and it's going to help you reach and drive targeted traffic directly to your website. You have to be able to leverage the social media advertising. Like you can run ads on Facebook. You can run ads on Instagram. You can run ads on Twitter. You can run ads on TikTok. You can run ads on, um, what was that on Snapchat? It's super, super important. Content marketing, social media marketing. I, I listen. Those are super, super, super important. And I think they, those are kind of like the ones that people kind of are working towards right now. But all these things are, um, all these things are marketing tips for already um, established businesses and startup businesses, but for the success in marketing. Um, so the next one I'm going to say, which I feel like a lot of people don't know about, but it's super important. Um, and it's called SEO, right? SEO. And people might have heard of, oh, you need to make sure you your SEOs are great and X, Y, and Z, but they don't even know what it is, right? So the uh, acronym SEO, it stands for search engine optimization, right? So 
the SEO basically, it optimizes your website and the content for the search engines to improve, right? Your organic visibility. So um, like with me, accessories matter, right? So people could type in accessories nearby, I'm going to come up. Um, they could type in a women's boutique, I'm going to come up. Clothing boutique, when you're local, right? I'm going to come up in these search engines, right? Um, because that's a smaller, that's a smaller uh, region, a smaller area. Um, it could type in women's accessories, women clothing, um, clothing, retail, women, women's fashion. These things are different um, SEOs to help me, uh, not even SEOs, but keywords, right? To help the my SEO be able to optimize my website. So when a search engine, when people are searching on Google, whatever it is you search on, um, but I become visible. But organically, I'm not paying an ad to be, you know, how you search on Google, you might search something on Google and they have ad, the first two, three things are ads because they're paying to be there. But you want to be able to have your SEO like top tier. These keywords should be top tier, right? So that you could be at the top, but organically and not having to pay for it or not driving um, like, what is it, bots to make it go higher? Because bots is a thing. People buy all kind of shit to make itself, you know, relevant, but you got to do what you got to do. So conduct that key word research, y'all. Optimize your meta tags, which a lot of people don't know about. Create the high quality shareable content and build relevant. This is important. Key, major key, backlinks. Build rele relevant backlinks to improve your search engine's rankings. Um, So I'm going to go back. So when I told y'all before, the keywords, I already told y'all. Like with me, retail, fashion, um, women's boutique accessories these are my keywords uh local uh these are my keywords my main keywords right but then you know the meta tags are uh black owned um women's you know women's retail women's boutique clothing boutique um woman owned black owned black woman owned small business local business meta tag google this shit is there creating a high quality and shareable content things on social media that looks good and it is no, it's not blurry, obviously, but people could reshare it and it's going to still look good. And uh, those backlinks to improve your search engines, um, research uh, rankings, right? Um, and that would be like, I wouldn't necessarily have it as my main thing, but like, all right, you might be on Accessories Matter and you might be on a page for dresses, right? But I might have a backlink that says like in the, you can't physically see it with your eyes. But it's behind, it's under, it's in the back of my uh, website, right? Um, dresses for less, dresses for cheap, club wear, dresses for cheap, or affordable dresses, or um, sexy dresses. These are backlinks, but these are still keywords that don't have to be visible, but it'll still draw your search. When people search these different things and they're in your area, you're still going to come up in that organic ranking, in that top ranking. Is it making sense? Is the right looking right and the left looking love? But that this is what it is. This is tips for marketing. This is how you market your business and you put yourself in that, in that, um, in that pick. You want to be in that top pick. You always want to be in that top pick. Um, I know I do. I hope you do too. So, um, like I said, the uh SEOs is super important, and you could pay somebody to, you know, do that for you. Um, listen. Invest into your business. You are your biggest investment. Invest into you and your business. Whatever it is it takes 
pay somebody to do the shit. If you don't know how to do it, pay somebody to do it because there's somebody that, that specializes in that and they they a pit bull in it. You know what I'm saying? They're a dog. Like, they know exactly what they're doing and they're going to get you to where you got to go. So my next tip would be um the influencer marketing, which I'm big on, but I'm not working with anymore, really. I don't think I am for a while. Um, Any more New Orleans uh, influencers, but um, my focus right now is uh, Atlanta, Atlanta influencers. So basically, you know what that means. That goes hand in hand with the social media and the content marketing. Collaborate with influencers um, or industry experts who have a strong following and like an influence in your target marketing. So if you sell like a uh, waist trainers, you will want to work with people that work out or, you know, women that post or about working out or about their body aesthetics, right? You will want to collaborate with an influencer that have your target audience that might want to be as slim as she is or as, you know, curvy as she is. So, you know, that makes sense. You um, basically their endorsement or promotion of your products or services can significantly increase your brand visibility and credibility because not only have they got to see like they're getting to use your product, like you're you're collaborating with them. So you're giving your products or giving them the service. That's the credibility. You're able to say, I'm a real person and I've experienced this and this is how it works, right? But they're they're an influencer, so they have more following probably or the same amount, but their audiences and your audience, you all don't have the same followers. So they're giving you more visibility for your brand. So that is another, 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 another major one. Um, the next one is uh email marketing. Um, so I'm getting better with that. Um I change systems. So mine will be more of like email marketing and then the text program. So email marketing and the text is kind of like hand in hand. Um, Fashion Over is one person that really like stings me. They sting me all the time with that. Um, And uh, Charlotte Roos, they text you. Charlotte Roos texts you all day, every day. Smoothie King, they text you all day, right? So that's why I'm saying. I'm going to get into the text side of it, but emailing as well. It's, it's It goes hand in hand. Um, But building a email, building a email list, of interested prospects and customers. So when my customers come in, you know, we take their emails for the most part because that's how they get their receipts. But we now, the new system now is allowing possibly, it should be going forward with um, with the texting. But my last uh, point of sale system that we were using, it was only uh, text messages. We sent text. So that's why I say I'm going to be more on the text side because people, people check their text messages more than they check their emails. I do both. I check my emails all day. You'll think, baby, look, I'm looking for uh, Cardi B or, or or Obama or Michelle Obama to email me. I check it all day. I'm a businesswoman. But um, basically, you know, develop a well-crafted email marketing strategy, right? And that includes personalized and targeted email campaigns to nurture your leads, provide value, and then drive conversions. This shit works. Email marketing is another one. Like, all these things... If you implement them, like, you're going to thrive, right? Email marketing. There's people that's like me that check their emails. They might open up an email that you done sent, like, a coupon before they click on the text message because they get the text messages all day, right? Oh, they're not worrying about it. So it's just one of those messages that they don't open. But then I might open up an email. I'm like, damn, they done sent me 20% off on my next purchase. And I might make that purchase. Opposed to fashion over who texts me, texts me, texts me all day. Bogo, bogo, bogo. I'm tired of them. I done would um, unsubscribe. You get what I'm saying? So you got to figure out what it is. But if I was you, right, do them all because that's where I'm at now. I'm trying to do it all because I need to make all this money that I've been missing. So that is another tip. Email marketing, the text marketing. Then um, this is kind of what I was big on when I first started. 
was the referral programs. So basically encouraging customers to refer your products or service to others by offering incentives or rewards. So my thing was people, people wanted to, um, you know, now people, everybody think they, you know, it six years ago, you know, people followers wasn't what it was. Like things just was different. I've seen people evolve just like people see me evolve. So my thing was like, tag us on Instagram. We're going to repost you. You want to be on a business page. You want to look like, you know, it's like I wasn't, I'm not fashion over, but I'm the local fashion over. You get what I'm saying? So I wasn't doing incentives. I was just like, you know, more of I'll repost you, tag us on Instagram, I'll repost you type thing. And, you know, they liked it. Word of mouth marketing. That's why I told y'all in the beginning of this pod, um, had I been so strong on the online presence, I don't know if I would have brick and mortar. Because I was more of the personable side, the word of mouth marketing can be powerful. It it can be a super powerful tool, y'all, for acquiring new customers. Like that was my thing. People, hey, you 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 telling? I'm sorry about the Texas, but you telling somebody else, and then they get to meet me. Like I tell y'all before, people feel like when they're buying a product, they feel like they're buying you. So I love that I had built that personal presence. Um. There's no, I don't get any bad complaints. Like I'm, I do great service. Uh, I provide great customer service. I do great business. Um, so yeah, like my name is everything. Like how I handle my customers is everything. I'm not, I don't have no attitude. I don't be doing none of that. Like straightforward what it is. I love the referral programs. It, it makes sense. I just never implemented a whole like incentive type of thing. I've only done that with, um, when I've done collaborations, when I've done the influencer marketing and like fashion over does it where you would um your influencer that you're collaborating with they would have a promo code and you'll get money off from using their code and based on the how the sales go then the person you know they'll get a percentage of the people that's using their codes so that's another you know way to do things so if I was an influencer right and I had a promo code and my promo code was like money 20 you know because you 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 basically shopping on this website but you're using my code money 20 so you're getting 20 percent off your order after i done did so many of those then that company would be like oh well hey you could get 10 percent of x y and z you know y'all come to an agreement so that's a great way to look at things um so that's the next tip right then i'll say um analytics and measurement so basically be able to track and analyze the performance of your marketing campaigns like, you know, when you're running these ads, look and see what's happening. Like, look at the impressions. Look at the statistics behind it. Use the analytic tools to gather data. Data. You have to do that. So I do that on my website. Like, my website, um, I use the analytics tools because it's, like, right there at the top. But it's able to let me know who's looking, where they're looking at, how long they're spending on certain pages. Like, that's important to gravitate to your customers. So updating your site so say for instance my site is saying oh my person like majority of my people are staying on a page for two minutes they might be scrolling on the top pages but they're staying at two minutes so i need to try and create create something that'll pop up and say hey um here's 10 percent of your next purchase on the top to draw them in because they're on there for two minutes so i need something between you know the time that they first get on in two minutes to capture that sale so that's super, super important to use the analytics tools. That word is kind of, and I'm I'm also talking fast because I'm, I'm being in a groove. But using those tools to gather the data and then measure your key metrics, like I'm saying, make the data-driven decisions, 
and optimize your strategies. Make these decisions based off of statistics. You have it right there. It's showing you. Use the resources you have in front of you. It's super, super, super important. I can't stress it enough. You got to work with what you have. And now more than ever, we have these tools that's super important. And it helps you make things way easier. Okay, work easy, not harder. And the last one that I would give you guys is to monitor and adapt. Okay, what does that mean, money? Monitor and adapt. I want you guys to stay updated with the latest marketing trends and technologies. When the people are changing, you got to change with the wave. You got to go with it. Like, I'm not big on TikTok, but I know that I have to get on this TikTok wagon before if, if TikTok ever get banned. But TikTok is making people overnight successes. So I have to learn how to do that or hire someone to make me fire TikToks. But continuously monitor your campaigns, collect the feedback, and adapt your strategies based on the insights you gain. Use all the knowledge that you're gaining and adapt to it. Monitor all these different strategies, right? But adapt to it. Make these changes. Go with the flow. Adapt to all the trends. Stay with the latest update. And I need you guys to remember that effective marketing strategies require experimentation, continuous learning, and adaptation. Okay? But by combining all these tips I just gave y'all, right? All these tips on marketing strategies for a startup success or a, you know, um, current business, right? If you combine all these tips with a deep understanding of your targeted audience, you can increase the chances of the success of your startup or current business. Till next time, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope you guys are saving this and taking this in. I love y'all so much. Till next time. You've just listened to another episode of the PPP Podcast with Money, the lounge for the poised, paid, and prospering woman. The PPP Podcast was recorded live in the studio with final editing before uploading. Subscribe today to the PPP Podcast for more incredible content. Don't miss the next episode of the PPP Podcast with Money on all mainstreaming platforms.